listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Ten times out of nine, now if I'm lying, fine. The quickest muzzle throw it on my mouth and I decline. King meets queen and this puppy love thing. Together dream about that crib with the good year swing on the oak tree. Hope we feel this way forever. Forever? Forever, ever? Forever, ever? ever? forever never seems that long until you're grown and notice that the day-by-day ruler can't be too long miss jackson's my intention was good i wish i could become a magician to abracadabra all the sadder thoughts of me thoughts of the she thoughts of he asking what happened to the feeling that couldn't be had hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast your host rod and karen and we are in uh we're in the house i don't know saturday which means feedback time y'all mm-hmm. feedback episodes are where we talk about all the stuff that you guys had to say about the things that we talked about all week um of course you uh can find this show the blackout tips on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips google play as well leave us five star reviews we read them on the air it's that simple uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme at today's podcast is brought to you by all the people that donate to the show and just continue to help us out because uh, we couldn't do it without y'all uh matter of fact we want to shout out everybody that donated this week uh let me play a selection from the choir uh for everybody so they can uh they can uh get their shout outs Karen, let, this is an urban choir. They just coming in. He said that he wanna be my boyfriend. Wanna, wanna be, be my boyfriend. But he can't tie me down. Tie me down. Cause I don't really wanna be his girlfriend. Don't wanna be his girlfriend. At least not right now. Oh, we got to give a shout out. <laughs> Ijeoma, ah, hit us with that recurring donation. Thank you, Ijeoma. Thank you, sweetie. Linwood C, recurring donator. Thank you, Linwood. Mm-hmm. No, no W, recurring donator. Thank you, no. Got a brand new donator in the house, a brand new member of the church, Cecil H. We appreciate you, Cecil. We do. Recurring donation out in the house. Uh, Sabine in recurring donator. Thank you, Sabine. Yes. We appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you. Nope. Uh, Muhammad H recurring donator. Thank you, Muhammad. Mm-hmm. We welcome all kinds of people in our church. Cedric W recurring donator. Lena S recurring donator. Thank you, Lena. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tawana J recurring donator. Thank you, Tawana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gerard L recurring donation as well looking out for the church I like all these recurrence Calvin N recurring donator thank you for the money for the building fund I know and, and uh, we hope uh, you expand and keep getting the McDonald's Chet F recurring donator thank you Chet Terry W we hit that recurring donation thank you very much mm-hmm. Jason F recurring donator and that's the last one but thank you everybody play us out we be drinking on that Henny had a longest we be switching up positions till we oversweat. He gives me diamonds for my time and now I own baguettes. Cause uh, I suppose my sex game cold. cold. My ex had me Number looking at the sex game wrong. It's better I get pleasure but I can't stay long. I'm a dog to these niggas and I fetch straight bone. When I leave he don't text so he calling me. We don't kiss in no tail trash or receipts. He don't love me he just want me for my artistry. And uh, I can tell so I bone him and I bear. He said that he wanna be my boyfriend. He wanna be my boyfriend. But he can't tie me down. Tie me down. Cause I don't really wanna be his girlfriend.
Don't wanna be his girlfriend. Not right now. Not right now. I got niggas. I got niggas. I got niggas. Hey, I got niggas. 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 Don't understand. All right, let's get into people left five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We appreciate everybody took time out. I still haven't figured out Google Play yet. I need to go in there and look and see what we need to do to um if they leave reviews there. You know what I mean? I don't. I hadn't seen any yet, but yeah, we do need to tinker. Yeah, like we might even, not know how to get to them. Who knows? Is that even a thing you can do? I don't know. I don't know. We had to do some little bit of research. Five star review on iTunes. Cecil Cecil Mang says tbgwt gets it right i put off writing a review for over a year now because i had too much to say and wanted to get it right as a north carolina native living in chicago i appreciate hearing familiar voices and accents every day tbgwt is one of the best pieces of media of any kind i've ever encountered and i recommend it to everyone i know yes including white people who probably wonder why i sometimes randomly pointed them to say 100 <laughs> yes karen and rod i would appreciate i would especially like to thank you both for the support of the lgbt community your tireless commitment to highlighting the challenges of the gay community serves as an important reminder that the greater rights and recognition of one of one group do not threaten the rest of us we're all just trying to live keep doing what you're doing you have a fan for life oh man thank Thank you. you and uh yeah man i feel like uh everybody should be highlighting the shit that they see that's fucked up in the world it shouldn't like it's not a competition you know Mm -hmm. like you don't get a ring for being like oh no i'm the most oppressed i'm more oppressed than you buddy you know what i mean like it's it's one of those things where i look at it is i'm i'm i have this philosophy if they take your rights my rights are right around the corner i i and i've kind of always looked at it like that like if they take your rights away and your right to be a human being and your right to live and your right for freedom all this shit that they say that the constitution is supposed to be for everybody when you start stripping where does that stop yeah i don't even look at it as like a slippery slope coming to get me i just look at it as the we talk about so much shit all the time that we think you know oh look at this it got my attention that got my attention i don't understand why we wouldn't look at everything like that you know so and you know and we're not perfect and we're never going to be and we're never going to get all all the opinions that everybody agrees with but um you know a lot of times you know there's these fights happening in america all the time and so many people just turn a blind eye they just keep focused on the things that they want to pay attention to and they just let everything else fall through the cracks and i don't want to do that kind of show i I know i hate when i listen to podcasts and maybe it's like a podcast and it's like white people or something and then they'll talk about something and they'll just skip over the racial element of it and i'm always kind of like man i wish they would have talked about it even if they would have been wrong even because even if they're wrong you know they talked about it you know what i'm saying i might disagree with them i might think it's fucked up and maybe people will write in maybe there'll be some type of uh development in their opinion maybe they won't but the idea of just avoiding these conversations is just whack to me uh apoplexus says consistent five stars what makes this podcast so great is that it's amazingly consistent consistently funny consistently thoughtful consistently maddening the stories not the host consistently enlightening and consistently produced and because of roster diamonds and queen karen's hard work i'm consistently up to date i just cannot say enough good things about this show subscribe and do it now thank you thank you uh also on itunes let us know if you're from another country Uh and you leave us a five-star review you know hit us up on twitter or the website or whatever and 
or email us and let us know because we only see the reviews from the u.s unless you tell us that they're somewhere you know that oh i left your review in another state or something i mean another country mm-hmm. uh and then we can go look it up yeah, this, but only uh, if you tell us canada mexico i know we we front the bag but they would like nah yeah it's gotta be like yeah even if it's canada or mexico that no there's no country that that automatically we get an update from okay Looks like we at least get them to i mean we all in the same area they're like nope line stops here yeah we also have five star reviews on stitcher we got two of them uh i mean we got one of them black dynamite jc says five stars late to the party had been following rod on twitter for a while and finally listened to the podcast had to eliminate some podcasts from my daily listening to make room for the blackout tips i'm hoping for more jl calvan shots oh because <laughs> i made a joke about jl calvan last week <laughs> we love jl yeah uh my favorite misogynist guys he's my favorite <laughs> number one on the list like a light-skinned patrice o'neill um all right we had comments on the website theblackoutils.com of course you can go there and uh leave comments and let us know what you think about the uh the show and the things that we said and uh if you find this funny or not you know or do you agree with us or whatever um so yeah the first episode was disgustertaining last week uh and we had a couple comments forrest says you read an email from a guy about war of the five kings that was okay what is this that was when you had war the war between renly stannis but rob balon and jeffrey okay so that was the war of the five kings okay i didn't know that was the yeah i think so proper term yeah i think somebody may have mentioned something about it but yeah we don't know anything about that because we didn't read yeah they didn't like call it that during the show so i guess that's what it was Mm -hmm. so i think homeboy is asking if we're going to see another wide scale war like that personally i think it's inevitable because the fallout of that war has not been fully resolved yeah i never like are we done having war like was that the stop no i thought it was i feel like this is halftime <laughs> right all the north needs is a good reason to rise up against king's landing anyway keep doing your thing and i'll keep listening cool j4 says on the respect episode law commented on the post with the tank they said that the beehive did rachel ray like macaulay Calkin in stand by me macaulay wasn't in stand by me he got killed by bees and my girl <laughs> that's a good tank i won't report them to fire starter though that's really good you should have reported them that's actually really good <laughs> um uh, oh wait and then the poll was should someone make a version of lemonade for black men yes or no Mm-mm-mm. uh karen says no and 86 percent of y'all agree with her they say no 14 percent say yes b touch says marvin gaze here my dear counts as pre-existing lemonade for black men question mark animal thug says b touch right as hell but also soon you'll understand off the dynasty album sums up jay's whole life at this point yeah neither one of those in my opinion uh are black man's lemonade but Mm-mm. uh and i don't think we should need or want one necessarily mm-hmm. i don't think i don't think it's for us to do you know nope uh there's a it's the thing man people want to copy artistry but I, I just think that that's like the least derivative that's such a derivative thing i'll just do what she did but for for men or for white people or for this it's like well that's kind of the that makes it not as cool and it's not gonna be as good not gonna right. be as well produced and the creativity comes from her and you basically are mimicking and that same thing like 
when she uh dropped beyonce unannounced other people started dropping beyonce not beyonce started dropping that shit unannounced and nobody cared so it's one of those things where you can mimic but nobody's gonna pay you any attention Mm -hmm. um matt says i really enjoyed watching the white house correspondent dinner on cnn this is a reply to 1192 my nigga Mm -hmm. we had brandon collins of the comedy outliers podcast on that was the blackest shit ever president obama was smooth as hell you could tell he did not give a fuck but he remained presidential during his speech i fell out when he dropped the mic black true black shit there never going to see this again never larry wilmore flamed the press with complete disregard for their feelings when he ended his monologue by addressing the president as my nigga and receiving love and a hand in response wow that was the blackest shit ever square in the middle of the highest and influential political and media personalities and on live tv that shit took major courage i'm sure he gave it a long thought before committing himself but given that this was his only time to make the bold statement make that bold ass fuck statement but larry said fuck it i'm going all in this is a great moment in american history i'm sure they escorted his ass out before they finished his coffee <laughs> well, yo, they actually he said he was at the after party and people were saying they you know they liked it and all this stuff but who knows uh and then we had a poll the poll was larry wilmore great job no he took it too far and my nigga 17 <laughs> percent of y'all think he did a great job six percent think he took it too far and 77 percent of y'all said my nigga i'm in that group uh larry uh prince lauren says larry wasn't trying to be friends at all he let it all hang out at that dinner i have a feeling that when larry looked across the room he saw a bunch of people that never supported him anyway mm-hmm. what has wolf blitzer or brian williams ever done for him i don't know but i'm willing to bet that they haven't done much larry could have went on stage played it nice and maybe captured him some new fans he made the decision to serve uh, i mean of serving the following that he already has i love that he didn't even try to dress up some of the jokes about race he used a little humor to point out some of the shit that's going on i almost started clapping at my bench when he brought up msnbc's rachel rachel clinton i mean cleansing cleansing brilliant stuff by wilmore my nigga i agree yeah um and the thing is i've seen the interviews with him afterwards where he's like yeah i just lost the room early so i just kept going um but he didn't like in his mind he didn't think it would be considered as offensive as it was by some media people but those media people take themselves pretty seriously mm-hmm. even when they're shitting at times yes mm-hmm. and i think as far as they're concerned he's not among their contemporaries yet Mm-mm. you know like if that would have been john stewart or stephen colbert like stephen colbert does a character so him being mean is kind of more affable and right. you know i think larry has a likability problem he's a little bit stiff to a lot of people i like him i don't have a problem with him but these are the things i always hear is like he he sounded like he wasn't comfortable i'm like well that's his style like he's always like that so i can see how some people just were like put off by him but i don't know i liked it that and it's just one of those things where like because they quote unquote do real news they don't really consider what he does is like yeah but the people that do that job every year are people that don't do real news that's true that's true too. and other people have gone over better but they have more i think sometimes they have more pedigree in the room also yeah. president obama is hard to follow and also um people were just mad about that nigga shit mm-hmm. to be honest because joe McHale went in there and roasted them just as hard as that in my opinion yes he did but anyway uh and then the poll was it's lemonade for fat women and films on episode 1193 hive attack 
and uh we had no comments on the actual episode but the poll had no comments either and the results were 83 percent said yes it is for fat women and films and 17.25 percent said no it's not so um, take it for what what it's worth i'm sorry you feel left out yeah yep uh the episode 1194 the high sanders where we reviewed game of thrones with chris from the insanity check podcast um we ha- we had some uh comments on this one c6 says when i was watching that house barrel speech i was thinking damn he reminds me of bernie right now when i saw the name of the podcast episode i knew you were thinking the same thing before i even started listening that's why i love this podcast thank you hiroja shy i mean hiroja sheeb says my boo is back take that ollie Anyways, I noticed that <laughs> Melisandre performing the great privilege of cleaning up Jon Snow's body, which, by the way, could have had the overhead overhead ceiling camera the entire time she was cleaning him. Just saying, he had seven deep cuts in his body. Now there are seven kingdoms. Is this a foreshadowing of the part of the show right on the part of the show writers that Jon is going to be on the Iron Throne? Just saying, have a great Saturday, y'all. Mm-hmm. We will see. Yeah, no, I didn't. I don't even think that far i don't even think like that you know what i mean like the symbolism and stuff maybe it'll come up but i definitely ain't catching stuff like that Mm -mm. um darian fox says what you talking about willis hodor (laughs) and then the poll was were you shocked that Jon snow came back to life yes no or i'm just trying to fuck because i know some of y'all just trying to fuck (laughs) i figured it out now five percent of y'all said y'all were shocked he came back in life okay 27 percent of y'all said y'all was just trying to fuck i appreciate the honesty y'all <laughs> and 68 percent of y'all basically said nope you're not surprised that he's back and i think that's about right nobody should be surprised he's back i'd have been surprised if it was reverse what do you mean if they, if she did that he truly was like mm-hmm. oh he really was dead right they was like no nah, bitch it didn't work yeah uh and lastly was episode 1195 krs lost uh this is what we talked about lgbtq news africa bambada allegations krs one statement on them um c-tick writes in karen was right about slavery in england there were african slaves in england and pretty much all of the european imperial powers uh we were a british colony after all and it was europeans who drove the african slave trade in the first place many of the african slaves were brought to the americas to gather re- raw resources but some were brought to europe often to work as domestic servants mm. there you go uh so y'all niggas had slaves too mm-hmm. um, I, like i said i might be wrong but i just figured out they was everywhere you brown some part of the history somewhere there was some slavery on your land yeah i think when when i think of like europe i'm thinking of all those countries over there so i don't know if like russia had slaves and fucking like uh you know like did, did the Czechoslovakias have slaves like i just kind of group all that shit together so i was just like i don't know the history of each of those countries so i don't say like obviously everybody has slaves i really don't be knowing so i just didn't want to say something reckless and then find out later we get 12 emails correcting us and shit ah! um anyway uh do you do old people break their heels from sex injuries and lie about it yes or no that was my theory 95 percent of y'all agree with me they out here breaking their heels fucking <laughs> claiming that it's they fell down the stairs or fell out the bed but really we know the truth 
five percent of y'all just don't want to imagine old people having sex and that's fine tanya g says my dad broke his toe once my mama actually told us he broke it putting on his underwear mm-hmm. <laughs> after they had sex after tearing up that ass you know how it is what did he what did he mess around and got his toe caught in the rubber um, rubber part of the leg what's happening to you must have been too good to him <laughs> We had some and that's why i guess why old folks need to do the boxes need to tie the whities alone old people mm, i guess that's what it is one leg in one leg out we had some voicemails let's get to these real quick hello rod and ken hey this is tim and this is not so much necessarily for the show but i was listening i'm still listening to episode 1193 and i'm at the beginning part where i just listened to karen speak so highly of your mother and speak on the on your niece, Layla, and it touched my heart so that I felt that I had to call. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, giving her the talk and letting her talk and express herself and letting her know that she can be anything she wants to be in this world. Once again, that just touched my heart to the point where I have never called in or anything like that, that I just want to say bravo to you two, listening to you two guys. Just such a positive, inspiring thing that you guys just keep on doing what you're doing. Uh, you're touching many people across the world. Uh, myself here in Washington State, uh, I just say that it's just so, uh, this warm, tingly feeling inside today, <laughs> listening to Ken speak so passionately about self-confidence especially in the young african-american female so once again people kudos to you guys just keep on keeping on what you're doing and uh i will continue to listen god bless and i holla thank you sweetie yeah appreciate you man thank you for uh calling in and uh yeah man it's no problem we yeah uh you know touch a lot of people we had a lot of people commenting about that on the uh twitter and 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 the social media and stuff a lot of people uh you know found something in karen's words and stuff and like i said y'all welcome you know i just <laughs> do what i can to inspire y'all people to, to get the best out of each other and to really go out and, and and you know really be a positive influence to other people so each one teach one is what i say uh next voicemail hi karen and rob this is shana I just want to say I love you guys. You guys do amazing stuff on your podcast. And, wow, <laughs> little speechless. But <laughs> um, I think I, I'm i a little late on leaving some feedback, but I believe earlier this week or last week you mentioned that Underground was getting renewed for season two. And that was great news for me. I'm loving that show. And, one of the things I really like about it is that the abolitionist and his wife, they're not front and center. They're part of the story, but they're not the center of the story. And I believe if this show were made, I don't know, by an all-white crew of creators, then they would have been at front and center. And Rosalie, Ernestine... Noah, they would have been the supporting cast, and that would have been a shame. 
Which brings me to another thing I noticed this week. I started seeing advertisements for a movie called Free State of Jones starring Matthew McConaughey. And I looked at pictures, read the story, and it was supposed to come out this week, but I believe it got moved to be released right before 4th of July. And my thoughts were, oh, here we go. Uh, big summer blockbuster, lots of money behind it. Um, A-list actor playing white savior. And hey, another one. And I, I foreshadow that this movie will probably get some Academy Award nominations. You know, Matthew McConaughey probably get a nomination, of course. And it, it bums me out. I mean, abolitionists, their stories are important, but there's so many other stories I would like to see. I mean, the Anthony Johnsons, the Phyllis Wheatley's, Friedrich Douglas, I mean, Sally Hemings, I think Sandy Newton played Sally Hemings for a TV movie a long time ago, and that was it. I, I want to see some good movies about these people come out and um i'm excited about the nat turner movie coming up um i don't know what kind of theatrical release it'll get i i'm hoping it'll get a lot of advertising so lots of people go out and see it i'm hoping but anyway i'm sorry that i guess i really didn't have a question that was kind of more of a rant but um love you guys and thanks for doing what you do take care oh thank, thank you. you sweetie appreciate you china um yeah uh so i saw the trailer for free state of jones have you seen it karen i think i have but you can play it i think i have okay you want me to play it okay yeah. um give me a second I'll, I'll try to play it for you but i saw this in the uh, movies the other day and i'm not gonna lie i started laughing because it, it felt so and i'm not saying it's not a true story or whatever but it just felt so ridiculous to pick this story as a story worth telling because it's like about a confederate soldier who gets fed up with the uh bureaucracy of the south and how they're taking the the money and they're losing the war and and he decides to like establish his own uh there we go his own town or whatever all right here we go so he's is matthew kind of he's talking to his son and they're about to go into battle so obviously his son about to probably die and anyone who followed civil war like a little bit you know obviously the south lost but the south like had little boys fighting when they had people with no shoes fighting i mean they exhausted everything and it was mostly a war of poor farmers fighting for the interest of rich southern slave owners who wanted to keep i mean but this goes on today to this day you still have poor white people fighting against their best interest uh to protect rich white people it's just the the uh unifying cause of whiteness sometimes trumps the logic you know and i'm sure it works that way in other situations sometimes as well with other races but 
for white people in this country that has always been a thing where if you sat them down and said what are what are your gripes in this country and what and then say okay now what actually affects your life you'll find that the vast majority of these people that have these gripes like i'm tired of welfare and i'm tired of that it's like what you need welfare but you need unemployment but you need you like you know but my but i'm different because i'm white so he died with honor his son dies I'm tired of it. You, me, all of us. We're all out there dying so they can stay rich. So he's telling the poor Southerners, like, these rich people are getting us killed and they don't give a fuck about us. Tax collectors coming around here, taking everything. We have nothing for the winner. The Confederate debt collectors take all the shit from poor confederates girls you know how to shoot one of these it's quite normal you got there so he teaches his women how to shoot so that these women how to shoot hold guns and shoot so that the debt collector can't take all this sh- shit no more last time i checked the gun don't care who's pulling the trigger you know they shoot deserters don't you they run away please shoot uh, my girl Google in about the raw. She her fine self up in here. Probably gonna be his love interest. I'm gonna die so they can get rich selling cotton. That's where we live too. <laughs> he hanging out with some black people that's clearly slaves, and he's having to sit down at, at dinner with them. <laughs> no man ought to tell another man what he's got to live for or what he's got to die for. I don't have the patience of five or six deserters hiding out in a swamp. You ready? Just hang them. Now, it looks like the black people he helped that were helping him ambush these these northerns or these Confederate soldiers got hung. So, they got caught. Yeah, so I guess... uh typical black people dying so the white person story furthers along and turning turning point <laughs> see anything he's out there he won't miss this oh no i'll just see some of them black people they're still alive so it must have hung some somebody they must have hung some of the lesser black people like the, the ones that ain't have lines fights for our children and their children's children and yeah it looked like him and google had a baby so i guess that is his love interest so he was so open-minded that he married a, a black woman from this day forward we declare the land north of the pascagoula swamp to be a free state of jones they're poor farmers deserters who frankly sir don't have much to lose and it's talking about how they all fought as one and now it's showing white people and black people and women all holding guns shooting at people you can't fight it this time there's plenty left to fight for 
so yeah they moved us to june i mean obviously you say it was supposed to come out this weekend yeah they moved Who it to made june that decision it was like oh did somebody not t- oh y'all better move that shit y'all didn't tell us that civil war was coming out who made this error <laughs> you know somebody at the at the, at the, the place was panicking <laughs> yeah they moved it uh it's directed by gary ross who let's see is a white dude who directed uh pleasantville sea biscuit um oh he wrote those uh what did he direct oh, okay no. hunger games casting okay so he directed the hunger games in 2012 okay. uh sea biscuit and pleasantville those okay. are his movies i see hunger games i see sea biscuit that's about that horse i think it is now unless we're talking about a real sea biscuit no it's about that horse okay um so and it's written by leonard hartman and gary Wright ross who's the director let me see what leonard hart who leonard hartman is um also a white dude so yeah man um it's gonna be white centric that's the story they chose to tell right uh it's a very white dude it just happened to happen at that time you know um i'm sure it'll have tales of how everybody got over racism and came together and shit like that and we'll see uh i actually kind of want to see it because i think it's gonna be like i said i laughed at the trailer because i just thought it was such a so tone deaf and ridiculous that this even got made but yeah it's like are y'all really gonna talk about the racial shit and we just gonna gloss over it and go where they were slaves it got it has that feeling like it's gonna be one of those uh the 99 percent against the one percent you know like isn't money the real problem not slavery and and racism we can combine at the fact that these rich people are trying to oppress us and that's gonna be his thing is my guess uh so um we'll see we'll see what happens yeah she right he gonna get awards for that one and i'm sure he's gonna be super open-minded you know what i mean 100 percent open-minded i had sex with a black woman so i know the struggle (laughs) uh anyway here's the last voicemail hey rod hey karen it's leslie mack from the interracial john i will just give you a quick call to talk about a few things from the show this week the first was um ashley shackleford's um lemonade think piece where she was talking about uh fat um black femmes and women not being or her feeling that they were not included in the visuals of lemonade and um i actually don't want to discuss the details of the piece itself because it is what it is and people can identify with it or not identify with it or agree with it or not agree with it but that's besides the point what i was um really struck by was the response to her piece which turned really ugly and started um you know, a bunch of knee-jerk uh, fat shaming of black women mm. on Twitter, anyways, from a lot of people. And it was really disheartening to see, especially because, you know, if we are in agreement that um, Lemonade and all of its glory is, um, you know, something that is for black women, mm-hmm. then it's really sad to see the opinions of black women, not just dismissed, which is one thing, but right. to see them ridiculed um, for expressing it is really disheartening. And especially like in the name of Beyonce, who has identified herself as a feminist, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I was really disappointed to see it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know the beehive is difficult, but it just seemed to me that the slant that it took immediately with the fat shaming um 
kind of, you know, bolstered Ashley's point about representation of fat femmes in our culture and what that looks like. So anyways, that was just one thought. The second thing, of course, is that civil war. I don't even know what to say about it. I know Rod and I tweeted a little bit about it um, yesterday. But the more I think about the movie, the more struck I am by um, how this phase now that we're seeing it unfold is this other level of cohesion and um, storytelling that I almost feel like there were three movies in that movie. I mean, it was almost three hours and I swear it ended too soon for me. It it was over and I was like, what, that's it. And I couldn't believe what time it was. And um, so I'm curious to hear um, it, Rod, if you agree with that, this complexity and how we're getting all of these smaller storylines with so little screen time in each movie, but put together, they're creating, you know, a, a really deep um, depth to all of these characters where you can have um, Ant-Man in a movie like Civil War for not that long and you still get a lot from um, whatever time he spent there. And also just to hear what your thoughts were on the introduction of the new Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe and um, what you thought about that. Drew and I did not agree, so I'm curious to hear what you guys thought. Anyways, have a great uh, weekend, have a great show, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. All right. Thank you, Leslie. Bye-bye, sweetie. Um, first of all, on the fat shaming shit, uh, the, what's whack to me is that Beyonce wouldn't want that. Right. So anybody that <clears> – <throat> that's why I said exactly what I said when we read the piece, which is that I think – I while I don't relate to art in the way that she relates to the art. So, like, my view on representation hasn't – gotten to the point where i'm like well there wasn't no fat black dudes in this you know what i mean i'm just not personally and i wouldn't even feel like if if there was i don't know that i would get a specific feeling of well that person represents me now some people do and that's just what it is and people that make art already know that so um if people felt left out i understand that they felt left out and you know it's the art is already out there there's nothing that can be done about it now you know but they they you know they get to speak their piece and i don't know why anybody would be against that right the thing um that that was that sucks is that she was right about the some of the clap back that she would get and some of the response she would get and i don't think people should attribute it to the beehive because honestly the more i think about it, i think the beehive is a, a fictional thing people only say that beehive shit when they want to talk bad about basically black women that don't agree with something like the like the beehive then becomes a thing but when it whenever everybody's like oh i love this or you say something about beyonce someone disagrees with you part of the beehive now and that and it's fucked up but that's how people do it like if i'm on twitter and i say something like oh beyonce is an idiot and then you come in and say what the fuck man da 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 then all of a sudden i'm just well here go the beehive acting stupid so i don't like putting that shit on the beehive there's just some people who um act stupid and it's around beyonce and i don't know how you separate that from the beehive or not right i just think there's some people that they act stupid all day every day anyway and Mm -hmm. it might not be about beyonce but it'll be about something um that being said um if you're fat shaming people you're probably not very much a beyonce fan in the first place correct 
because that's not a tenant of the things that she promotes like so um you know it's just kind of fucked up that people would even do something like that and that's sad that she got that response because she knew she would get that response um uh, which is why i didn't want to add to it which is why i was specific in saying yeah i just don't have to care like like and i don't mean that in the i i want to offend you by saying i don't no. care i just mean it in a straight up like it's completely fine for me to read this piece and go that's her issue i understand it yeah it's a valid issue i still i still enjoy this thing knowing that she has an issue with it right i'm not dismissing the argument i'm not dismissing the point for me i took it for what it was and and just like she has the right to say i feel this way i have the right to say well i feel this way okay cool and everybody can go their separate ways ain't no fat shaming ain't no i'm better than you ain't no calling her out her name like that's where the line is crossed in my opinion yeah it doesn't need to devolve into insults and like Mm -hmm. i said i can think of um many different other types of people that can write a similar piece and they'd be just as valid to say i didn't feel represented in this piece you know one artist can only do so much um but it you know but that's but that's on her and if and if she looks for that in everything or she doesn't look for that in anything that's totally on her too like some people are like well do you look at rihanna like that hey i don't know what she does you know what i mean she can do whatever she wants mm-hmm. with her critique that's that's just the internet that's part of life you know there's every time someone makes a joke there's somebody writing a blog about why they don't like the joke it's that's true it's you know it's gonna be fine as far as uh marvel stuff i don't want to get too spoilery Mm-mm. but i'll just say i think they did a great job um and obviously having kevin Feige uh over in charge of that has really uh helped everybody um we talked about it on the nerd off yesterday i had sterling aaron and chris on um and we talked about it a little bit more in depth there um especially compared to dc and also when karen karen and i did a review of it uh, a small review of it the night we saw it and we kind of went into detail on all that stuff you've talked about but uh yeah I, I, I mean it's just a great product what they're doing and uh turning these captain america movies into basically avengers 3 type of you know avengers extra extended <laughs> um it has been a really really smart move by them yeah, it's, it's really been a fun ride, and it's one of those things where I feel as though Marvel is doing a good job of rewarding people for watching the movies. And they also say, if you ain't watched it, fuck it. We are not re-explaining every time. We are we are not catching you up. If you jump in at movie number 15 and you lost, this is your fault. Mm-hmm. And I like that. You ain't got to recap every single time you start. Yeah, I enjoyed everything about the movie. I thought it was perfect, and obviously my favorite thing was uh t'challa man he mm-hmm. was just great i was actually uh went to the gym i played ball with justin and my friend damon today and uh me and damon have seen the movie so we was just spitting uh t'challa bars at each other on the way into the gym you know we was just making you know i was just trying to do my uh t'challa impression <laughs> i don't care and all this. <laughs> <laughs> as a warrior and a king how will you keep him for me or some shit like we was just having a good time so anyway i'll be saying that shit forever i got definitely going to see it again oh yeah uh all right we got a couple of um emails oh shit this one's for the pregame i don't even know where i would keep this i gotta find a way to because justin ain't gonna hear this 
uh anyway pregame episode 38 brandon Wright saying what up rod karen and jay darden the pregame is just as great if not better than actual balls deep about the same amount of sports discussed lol (laughs) 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 no disrespect uh just want to say thanks for recapping shows that i don't even watch or recap sound better than the shows i did watch the first episode of underground and nigga never would have made it lol we'll definitely be catching up on those for sure still haven't seen that juice yet but welcome to hating niggas with mark Furman was classic lol you think uh the he'd have a great panel on when america was really great yeah <laughs> we gotta do a recap on that one but yeah that's the shit Love that yeah show. i think i said fox should hire mark Furman to do uh hate welcome to, uh to hate niggas it's just called hate ah! niggas hate niggas with mark Furman that shit you seen this black lives matter shit but just him every week being mad about some shit <laughs> mad because larry will welcome welcome back to hate niggas with mark Furman. uh larry wilmore come on right am i right guys just a ah, panel, ah. Panel white men shaking their head uh lol i can see the dance now uh to my left we got bill o'reilly say hi bill hi niggers to my right we got ah. rudy giuliani say hi rudy you know if these niggas would respect the police all right rudy settle down save it for the show <laughs> and today's folks we have a special guest with us who needs no introduction the great white man has a long track record of hating them niggas please give a white powerful hand clap to david duke everyone ah. Ah. <laughs> he said also lol ross kardashian enough said lol don't let fox news see this they may make it happen right again sorry for the delay email but keep the pregames coming we will man thank you sweetie uh sorry we didn't read that on the pregame that's my bad i don't have a pregame folder and you might have to create one nina writes in hi uh karen it's called how attack episode karen yes i'm listening to this episode as i write this and you were talking about the encouragement you received growing up i'm at work and i had to stop and write this email it's as if you are telling the story of my life i'm 44 years old and i'm just now learning to develop Mm self-esteem i have no kids never wanted them and have no huge obstacles that would kept me from growing except for the fact that i'm surrounded by family friends who either told me straight up that i wasn't good enough or to be whatever i was that i chose or was simply silent when they heard others tell me that right i'm realizing now after being stagnant and floundering in life that i can actually be the artist that i am Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of work to keep reminding myself how worthy i am i realize that all the negativity caused me to live at least half of my life depressed honey you you you, like i said because i've lived that life and i understand it it is as a child it's easier to grow and develop and things like that once you become an adult you become stuck in your ways and breaking those walls and stuff it becomes hard because you have a as an adult you have a routine you have a pattern you have these things that are structured in your life and as an adult it's harder for change children are more apt they're more flexible to change than adults are even though adults try to act like they are most adults are very stubborn when it comes to change and with something like this it it literally causes a personality change and that's very hard to do because you almost have to change the foundation and the root of who you are and a lot of the foundation and the root of who most people are stems from family most of your life choices and life decisions and everything you do in life stems from your family so if you've had situations situations where us uh, just a lot of fucked up shit that happened a lot of times it's very hard for you to resist and fight against that uh because a lot of times your family will tell you 
indirectly directly by their actions by their words by their silence and all kinds of ways that almost this is what you're going to become and it's one of those things where you have to make up in your mind that 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 this right here I'm not dealing with this because this right here affected my life. And once you get to the point where you've made a choice and you've made a decision that my life as of today will never be the same. And it's very hard as an adult. And I know people think it's silly to do little exercises, but sometimes I know I had to get to the, get to the point where I am now. I had to do little exercises. Like I said before, look in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful. Look at myself and say, I'm worthy. When the negative thoughts come to my mind, which, which they will, you know, just be like, I'm, I'm not trying to hear that today and a lot of times it means separating yourself from family and friends and getting around people that are very positive and like-minded and people that are want you to achieve your hopes and your dreams and your your life will change and i know that that's not easy i know it can't be done overnight but i'm telling you right now if you're willing to do the sacrifice that it takes at the once you get to the other side you be like my life is just now starting and, and that's kind of how i feel and you're never too old i know some people think well i'm too old you're never too old to change if you get to the point where you feel like you cannot change while you here because as you grow your purpose is to constantly evolve and change as a person you know that's just life um she goes on to say um like you i had one person in my life my uncle who actively pushed education and was supportive of creative culture nate of my creative nature he even had applications for boarding schools for the arts sent to me i think he knew that getting out of my environment would allow me to flourish unfortunately the other voices were louder than his and by the time i was ready to listen he died i was in my late teens okay so that was a long rambling grammatically incorrect way of saying thank you for sharing that part of your life even though i know i'm not the only one out there it feels good when someone else speaks plus i'm at work and my boss is walking by lol (laughs) nina d uh twitter priscilla underscore bell so thank Thank you. you sweetie um all right let's see uh oh film underscore esquire right saying olivia hey baby unpopular opinion the girl who broadcast her friend's rape on periscope is a hero okay this girl watched her friend raped in front of her he and was probably sure that her own rape was next it might have been or this man might have raped her first imagine would you stay in a room instead of taking opportunity to flee if you weren't sure you could hurt this man badly enough with the first hit knowing your choice not to leave makes it almost certain you'll be raped or raped again she didn't leave her friend alone and she still figured out a way to create evidence where none would have existed two broadcasts their distress while three not getting hurt worse or killed by this man for attempting to call the cops importantly her live stream stream worked a friend of theirs saw the video and called the cops almost all the stories i read portray lonina the girl as a weird freak who broadcast the rape for lulls or the likes prosecutor said it was for the likes and he is the guy charging her oh yeah that would make sense because the title of that was like she said she did it for the likes and it was a quote uh but if it's the quote of the prosecutor then obviously it's not a quote from her so that's not saying that she did it for the likes it's then an accusation basically true uh it's almost like that girl who got people wanted her charged with like murder or something for the dude who committed suicide because she was texting him and i was like i don't know that you can i don't know that that is a, a criminal offense necessarily you know what i mean it's like if i told somebody man why don't you just kill yourself and then they do it and then the police be like well you going to jail for murder it's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. i didn't actually do shit you know what i mean 
uh it's not like if i said go rob that bank i get charged with you robbing the bank you know anyway meanwhile no article i found centers on the 29 year old rapist raymond gates gates met both girls at a columbus mall for the first time the day before brought them a bottle of vodka encouraged them to meet him the following day he's russian like them and twice their age he targeted these high school students well we talked about that on the show uh like uh and i I think we even brought up like obviously the bad guy quote unquote here is a grown-ass man a grown adult who knew he wasn't supposed to be hanging out with these girls who are half his fucking age mm-hmm. what 30 year old you know kicking with high schoolers you know what i mean to talk about getting them drunk and like he i don't even know if it was even up for debate it was like obviously he's a rapist and a piece of shit and he's going to jail at least the article presented it as such I'm troubled by how sensationalistic and lord the reports of this story have been. Everyone seems to focus on the medium in which the rape was broadcast, ignoring that if this man had never come after these girls, none of this would have happened. I don't know many other facts, but nobody else does either, and they're all ignoring that her periscope could be an extremely brave and selfless act. Take care, Olivia. Hey, it could be. I don't know for sure either. You know what I mean? And we would probably need to be privy to more information to uh to uh know whether there's any level of guilt or innocence on her part or if it was for quote-unquote likes and all yeah, that shit yeah, we, we would need to hear from her and her lawyer and shit and i i mean obviously people would probably need to see the video i don't know if they will see the video to the jury right because who knows it, you know it's technically quote-unquote it's child porn that she was airing which is a problem in itself even you know even though she aired it it's like this look she's underage yeah but i mean but if i mean i also i don't know why if you have a phone you can't call 911 there's just so many things there that while yeah maybe she was thinking that forward like i'm gonna get evidence of this thing and i want to put it on the internet and stream it and that will cause uh this dude to go to jail and and maybe she was thinking strictly that way um and maybe she wasn't i don't know you know what i mean i would have to be in the courtroom presented with this evidence you probably had to see the video there's people that and 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 i've seen some of the things like uh, i follow olivia on twitter and i've seen some of the like debates and discussions she's gotten into around this and i am shocked by the amount of assumption that people are making yeah you know people like well she was laughing and shit and it's like well you you don't know that well she was found guilty actually the trial's going on right we don't know no i didn't see it and most people probably didn't see it because i guarantee you they probably took it off periscope by now if a jury finds her guilty because they saw the tape and got presented with the evidence then it is what it is but if you know if the news is just being like well the prosecutor basically said this is the, the story that he's putting out there then that can be um obviously biased because it's from the fucking prosecutor you know it ain't like he gonna be like i'm prosecuting an innocent person she was trying to help her friend you know what i mean they're gonna definitely be like oh yeah you definitely uh did that shit that's how they're gonna present it so and i haven't read a lot of articles on it and we i think we only covered this under guess the race i don't even Mm -hmm. think we covered this in depth because i don't know enough about this shit to be honest um but uh yeah that's interesting that uh the prosecutor's been able to control the narrative that much um love your show uh also if that is the uh, if the way if your case is the way that it went down even if it's not actually her defense people need to be trying to get that story out there yes they do they need to be like she's a hero my hero client saved her friend or some shit i don't know i 
uh brought a rapist to justice or something uh rather than letting the prosecutor get all the the licks in come on now uh erica writes saying love your show stitcher recommended your podcast and i'm so glad it did i'm a middle-aged white woman from northern minnesota think lake wobegone and meth head and i enjoy your humor and your take on current events and pop culture but the reason yours is my favorite podcast is your warm and supportive attitude towards everybody except with stupid rapists i mean stupid stupid racist sexist anti-lgbt uh people yeah well you know it's uh i have my limits <laughs> that's what we draw our line here back out their line that's ours i'm like a bigot against bigots you know what i mean yes yeah, i like i ain't uh, yeah you can ask the people on my facebook page i know they think i don't fuck around and i don't uh <laughs> i'll be like explain that joke what that mean you about to get out of here uh <laughs> what's so funny about that uh anyway karen i was in tears listening to you talk about rise mom bringing you out of self-doubt thanks so much for sharing thank you baby why is it so hard for us to truly believe in ourselves it's very difficult particularly being women i mean just women it's just something about being a woman that's uh very difficult to to just deal with because just in nature you you're uh nature society teaches women period that you're the weaker creature you're the weaker sex you know and that's established at a very early age you're supposed to be uh pretty and proper and prim and keep your legs closed and don't be out there fucking you know and and all this stuff a lot of it stems from religion and various different other things and that's very very hard to break particularly if that's not you if if you're not even even if you are a uh regular straight girl but you just don't like the pretty stuff but if you're not a regular straight girl you're like well this is not who i am and this is a constant struggle mm-hmm. uh also uh she goes on to say uh can't wait for the next show erica thank you erica and uh yeah i feel like the world is always trying to make people not believe in themselves because mm-hmm. then you don't fit in that 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 peg that hole that they want everybody to be in the uniformity yeah. uh when you believe in yourself you start doing shit that just uh doesn't go with the, the flow yeah and the thing is uh people that believe in themselves any minority group that believes in themselves is a very dangerous group of people because once you you went off screen okay i know once you uh believe in yourself you become dangerous because the thing is people don't mind playing their rules as long as their rules benefit them but once you be- get to the point where you begin to play by their games and take their own rules and play their own rules against them, it becomes a problem because the game is only fun as long as they're quote unquote winning. And that's why as soon as, you know, people be like, hey, these are your rules. This is what you said. Everybody wants to change laws. Everybody wants to have these secret meetings. Next thing you know, you got the, the HTB21B or whatever the fuck North Carolina passing here and bullshit like that because all of a sudden y'all trying to quote unquote play by the rules and the rules don't benefit us anymore mm-hmm um well also uh monica writes come on up hey ron and karen first of all you have to come to new york and do a live show i will giddily bring all my friends to see you i love this week's shows and i wish i were less lazy and gave you more feedback but during the guest the race about the guy who left the baby in the gym parking lot when karen said you can't crunch the baby oh that took me out <laughs> it's become a mantra for me now love you bye monica thanks monica thank you and that's everybody um that uh left feedback this week thank you so much we appreciate everybody that uh that did that we and do. we'll be back 
tomorrow for another show until then love you i love you too Mwah. oh wait tomorrow's mother's day show right yeah, so my mom will be here tomorrow. We have Mother's Day at show 10? at ten a.m. Okay. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.